When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nick Sirianni's do over take two. Nick Sirianni's right, but it's still funny. Asked about the incident between the third and fourth quarter on Thursday night football last night. AJ Brown had to be calmed down on the sideline. This is Nick Sirianni, head coach of the Eagles. On the sideline there with AJ and Jalen and all those guys. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see what was going on with that. We're just trying to manage the game. You were part of well, the TV show that you kind of interjected there. Okay. Oh, got me. Okay, I do know. Here we go. Uh, what, what did you have to say to AJ and Jalen? I guess Guys, the, the conversations we have on the field are going to be private, and the conversations we have in in, per, in, uh, in our locker room are going to be private. Uh, y- y'all don't need to know what was going on right there. Correct answer by Nick Sirianni, and he's right. Media asks a lot. Rightfully, it's their job. What was going on? Not his job to answer. But I loved him pretending like it was nothing until they realized until he realized that we knew that he knew that it was something right now, the Eagles are two and zero without having played their best football, which is to me always a scary thing. I don't look at the Eagles. Like there might be something wrong with them. I look at them like they've got great leaders and winners on that team. Like Jalen hurts. They'll figure it out. Do not write them off uh, by any stretch. They can get it done. But I thought what happened last night before and after that moment that Nick Sirianni was talking about, If you're looking for what are the differences between the Niners and the Eagles from a Niners perspective, okay, from an Eagles perspective, you'd say we got an MVP quarterback or an MVP level quarterback. That's a major difference. But what happened between the third and fourth quarters, I think, illustrated maybe the inexperience at coordinator that they have, uh, that the Niners don't have with Steve Wilkes and, and Kyle Shanahan. Listen to this. With five minutes and 19 seconds left in the third quarter yesterday, the Eagles got the ball. And they did this. Run, run, short pass to Dallas Goddard. Run, run, pass to the running back. Run. Five runs in seven plays to end the third quarter. Chewed up five minutes and 19 seconds. There was also a penalty in there against the defense. Chewed up 519. Then we break Amazon commercial. Come back. Look what happened on the sideline. A.J. Brown, what the hell's going on over there? Jalen Hurts, head coach has to come over. They come out of that third quarter break. We're in the fourth quarter. Past A.J. Brown. Okay. Run. Pass to Devontae Smith. Run. End zone shot to A.J. Brown. Actually hit it. Penalty. Bring it back. Another shot play to A.J. Brown on first and 20. So they went from five run, uh, five runs and two passes to two runs and four passes immediately. And they went from chewing up five minutes and 20 seconds to being first down and 20. Then they take a sack on second down and a sack on third down. They burn three minutes and punt. And we all know that, well, the game got a little too close for comfort at the end. And I think what happened there was you had a young, off- new offensive coordinator, saying, let's make our guy happy. (laughs) Let's get the ball to A.J. Brown. I mean, four passes in the next six plays, and three of them were passes to A.J. Brown. In their defense, 
they almost scored touchdowns on two of them. So, you know, let's not let's not go overboard here with the criticism because it's not even criticism. But I do wonder if that's going to be a learning experience for the Eagles. What's unique about the Niners is they have Debo and McCaffrey and Ayuk. Though they haven't had McCaffrey long, but they've had Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, other running backs, John Jennings for a long time. And um, there's really never been a sideline incident. I don't that I can think of. I mean, the last sideline incident I can remember with the Niners was probably Vernon Davis getting set off to the locker room and uh, Mike Singletary following soon thereafter and removing his pants. No, Vernon actually said that was a great thing that happened to him. But uh, I don't know that the Niners have had, if I'm missing one, somebody tell me a sideline incident like that um, or anything close to that, which is, again, saying something because of all the talent they have. But I'm confident that, if they were running the absolute air out of the football in a game where I didn't understand, like during the broad, they were talking like it was going to take some miracle comeback for Minnesota, which it wasn't going to take a miracle comeback for Minnesota. I don't think, but um, I thought that it was a little, I thought it was a little weird that they went ahead and just started throwing the football like that. It's why Kyle Shanahan, he said this week, remember I was like, God, can we stop running Christian McCaffrey? If you're them, not me, we, but them, we, we got to start running Christian McCaffrey uh, in a blowout game. And he said, well, there's still a lot of game left. He got asked about it. He said, yeah, the Lions game uh, that we almost blew a couple of years ago, that was definitely in the back of my mind. So if I'm the Eagles, they ran for 254 yards yesterday. They pounded the rock. It got boring in the best possible way, boring in the best possible way. And then they got away from it because they wanted to satisfy A.J. Brown to start the fourth quarter. And they got away from who they were trying to be yesterday. Because I thought early they were getting Jalen hit. Jalen was getting hit a little too much. And they adjusted. I was impressed. Like, I thought it was a really good adjustment. They had that driver. They ran the ball, I think, 13 out of 16 plays. Just Harbaugh-esque. Oh, Frank Gore. Boom, boom, boom. Right? Bruce Miller. Am I allowed to say that? And um, they... Let's go with Juice. Let's go with Juice. Juice wasn't on that team, but let's go with Juice if we go fullback combo. Lorenzo Neal. Um, they pounded the rock. I thought it was a great adjustment. And then they got away from doing the thing that was the best thing for them to try and win the game at the beginning of the fourth quarter because they had a sideline incident. And it cost them time. And it almost it didn't almost cost them the game, but it cost them control of the game. They had a five-minute they had five minutes and 20 seconds. They ran off the clock in the third quarter. Then they only ran three minutes off when they were just pounding the rock. So, you know, the question is going to be as the season goes on, here you are a guy calling plays at the NFL level for the second time, right? It's It takes time. Every Anything that has ever been done, you've been better the fifth time than the first time, the 20th time than the first time. I was watching the Kelsey doc on Amazon Prime last night. It's funny to see their first podcast, right? And then you see them five episodes or 20 episodes later, they're more comfortable. So maybe it's as simple as that. But that's something to watch, right? Like the next time there are, are is there maybe there's not a next time. You hope there's not a next time if you're them that you got a sideline incident and you try to overcompensate. But they overreacted from a play calling standpoint to an incident that happened on the sidelines. And they got out of what they were doing. And what they were doing was correct. They were doing the thing that gave them the best chance to win. Um, you know, if 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 uh, George Kittle ever had a sideline incident, I don't. I think Kyle would just keep running the football. Like, hey man, I'm not getting enough touches. 
maybe that conversation probably has happened behind closed doors. Dude, I could have like 30 more catches a year if you just throw me the ball. And then the next thing, you know, it's like, well, how about we run behind you for six straight plays? So I, to me right now, that's the difference. I, I think, you know, Philly obviously has not played its best games, but they ran for 255 last night or 259 or 254, whatever it is. The Niners played a great game. The Niners also played a bottom 12 quarterback and a bottom three offensive coordinator in week one. So playing the Rams this week is going to be a different challenge just because you're you know, you're not just playing McVay, you're playing Mike LaFleur, you're playing Matthew Stafford. There's just a different animal. Um, now, I'll say this about Shanahan. He treated the Pittsburgh game, the reason he kept McCaffrey, and he would argue, he treated it, well, he didn't use this phrase, but this old Steve Kerr phrase, the appropriate fear. Like, let's have the appropriate fear here that if we don't do the right things, we could lose this game. Philly, and, and Brian Johnson, if he came in here, he'd be like, Look, dude, I call. I dialed up a touchdown pass to A.J. Brown and then almost dialed up another one that there should have been P.I. on. Okay, that's fair. That's true, but but you didn't hit him. I mean, that's the part, throwing the football, just it's a little more risky, and you didn't hit those throws, and then you were second and 20, third and 20, getting Jalen Hurts sacked twice, um, you know, in a 27-7 game with an offense that, uh, sorry, a 27-14 to 14 game. 27-14 to game, it's two-score game. With an offense that can score quickly. And guess what? They scored quickly. And now you scored again, but they scored again. So they got away from the right thing to do, the winning thing to do, because they got distracted by what was happening on the sidelines. And that's bad. You know, if we were in Philly today, we'd go, guys, we we got to be a little more, have a little more intestinal fortitude than to have our winning plan get affected by trying to make somebody happy. When I, that's not, it's not what we're here to do. It's always the challenge with the receivers, right? You got to feed them the rock. But Niners got Ayuk his NFC Player of the Week award, so I guess uh, I guess they're fine. Buccaneers defense is licking their chops. Eagles won't be able to run it against the Vikings, and their pass game has been figured out as of now. Let's see. Let's just see. I, I, I think they're going to be okay. Let's see. It's possible that that's the best Eagles football. Running the ball? Yeah, it's possible that running the ball is the best Eagles football. It's possible. Um, you know, these two teams play in a long – it's a long way between now and then, December 3rd, week 13. Long ways away between Niners-Eagles. So they've got a lot of time to get better between then, and guess what? They play in the same conference as the 49ers. So all the stuff that you say that we've all said about the 49ers and the NFC – and the uh, shortcomings of the conference. Eagles playing the same one. Robbie. Oops, Robbie. All head coaches should be offensive-minded. If your OC gets plucked, you're screwed. I actually used to really hate that take. I kind of tend to agree with that take. Um, The most important position on your team is quarterback. The person who most affects your quarterback's ability is your offensive coordinator and if that person leaves every year or two, then you have a, yeah, you, you're in trouble. So I think there's something to be said for that. They Maybe they take a step back on offense this year. I don't know. Maybe they run the ball more and make up for it if they protect Jalen Hurts. But they still, at the end of the day, have Jalen, have A.J. Brown, 
have Devontae Smith, have Dallas Goddard. Like Jimmy's and the Joes on this team are still pretty damn good. So I wouldn't get too excited about what the Eagles might not be this year. Uh, plus, you don't want to end up on like the Kelsey doc doing the. They showed a clip. They showed a bunch of clips of people at the beginning. It was like uh, Shannon. It's very good watch if you didn't watch it. It's like Shannon Sharp going, "This team, you know, they're not making the playoffs." Stuff like that. You don't want to end up on that doc. Uh, I would be careful with running Hurts. You know, they didn't run him a ton, a ton, but he just took some hits that um, I, I would like to avoid if I were them. And I would, you know, you, you got to avoid some Purdy hits too if you're the Niners. I thought I was texting with uh, our buddy, a friend of the channel, John Dickinson, the other day, and just about like we got to be on alert, not because he got hurt last year, but Purdy does. He's not big. That's a fundamental thing that you're not going to change. He tries to make plays. The right side of his line right now is a little suspect. And he took a couple hits in the Steeler game that may just go, <gasps> right? Now, some of them weren't anybody else's fault other than it's what happens in a football game. But uh, it's definitely something to watch. So long way to go here. I'm not giving up on Philly, but one difference between these two teams right now is, is the experience of their coordinators. Right. That's just a major if we combined the amount of years that I mean, Kyle's coming up on 20 as a play caller. I mean, it's not 20, but uh, I should. This is actually I wish I would thought of this before we started here. Steve Wilkes and, and Kyle, if we combine their coordinating uh, history and coach, you know, head coaching history. Steve Wilkes has been head coach or coordinator going back to uh, looks like 2017. Um so it's not a, it's not as long as it feels because he feels pretty established. But you know, less experienced coaches have beaten more experienced coaches before. It's not about that. But I I do think it's uh, it's something to watch with them because we saw an incident last night in which the offensive coordinator's inexperience contributed to that game getting closer than it needed to be. There's no guarantee if they just keep running the rock it's all fine and they put the game away. But if they kept running the rock, it probably would have been all fine and they would have put the game away. There's a lot of time left in that game when people started acting like it was going to take some miraculous comeback. Like, have you not watched the Vikings before? It's what they, the Vikings scored 21 points in four minutes. It feels like once a year. Uh, it happens all the time. I mean, I was watching them last night thinking like this, they're like a more efficient version of what we'd see every Sunday at 4.15 Pacific with the Chargers, Phillip Rivers trying some like, they were down 17 points four minutes ago. Now here's Phillip's sidearm slinging it in a one-score game. Oh, double coverage, the game's over. But um, I, I just, too many people gave up on that game too quickly, including Philly. And that's one thing I know. Shanahan has has some shortcomings when it comes to what happens from an injury standpoint to his running backs and his quarterbacks. But um, one thing I do know about him is he would have kept running the ball in that spot. And maybe that's that's the lesson that Sirianni, you know, Sirianni's not the play. That's the crazy part is Philly has an offensive coach who's not allowed to be the play caller. He briefly was the the play caller, and they took it from him. So. Um, I, you know, I, I would imagine part of his post-game assessment, hey, good, bad win, which is we're happy about, though. There's no such thing as a bad win. Celebrate all wins. But, man, we, we can't do that. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, 
or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised, crate free and wild caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I've been watching uh, Colorado Coach Prime coverage all day long. And uh, as I said, I said this on the show the other day before Jay Norvell, the head coach of Colorado State, said, my mom taught me you take your hat and your sunglasses off when you talk to grownups. I said, I like Colorado to cover this week and I like it even more now. I mean, here's what I've watched so far today. I've watched Stephen A. from Boulder. The Rock is on right now as I'm watching this thing on McAfee's show from Boulder. I, I must be watching. It, it was live already, I guess. Or is it live now? I, I, I think it's delayed. Uh, Jay Norvell did not wake up this week thinking, you know what? This week, let's have Stephen A. Smith ripping me on the Pat McAfee show on a college game day set from Boulder on Friday morning. But things happen quickly. And that's what happened to him today. So I like Colorado this week. Not a stacked schedule. John and I talked about this the other day. Not a stacked college football schedule this weekend. Uh, Washington, Michigan State is of particular interest. I'd say ASU, Fresno State is of particular interest. I'd say Idaho, Cal is of particular interest uh, this weekend, I'd say. But I'm just scrolling through here. Like your, your, your best lines... Just to judge, I'm not going to go through all the one point, all the single digit lines, but you got some like uh, Syracuse Purdue's a three and a half point spread. If you want to look for a game that might be close this weekend, we know something will pop up that'll end up being good. But, um, you know, Ohio, Iowa State, by the way, Ohio, Iowa State. Uh, I got a text from a buddy just now that said, he said, uh, has anyone ever seen a window close faster than? Matt Campbell's window has. You wonder, did he miss his window? One and a half point favorite Iowa State playing Ohio. It felt like Matt Campbell was about to take some NFL job uh, or something, some major job today. Brock Purdy's old coach. Now he's just getting ready for Ohio, hoping that Purdy's going to call and say, send me a helmet so Kittle has to wear it. K-State, Missouri, a one-point spread this weekend. So this is a light a lighter weekend of college football. What what to watch for? This Cam Rising return for Utah. It's an FCS game against Weber State. So does he get back for that? Um, because they've got a big game next week. They play uh, UCLA. Um, you know, Colorado. They got Oregon next week. Do they just keep this thing rolling and not have a letdown? That's what it feels like is about to happen. So uh, SC's off this week. Um, and... Uh, and it's about, I think, this is like a taking care of business week for uh, for college football. Tommy asked, is Colorado going to find a way to make every game personal this season? Well, we know this week is personal. We know next week is personal because after Colorado said they, um, they were leaving for the Big 12, Dan Lanning did a press conference, the head coach at Oregon, and said, uh, what have they ever done for this league? And I saw somebody point out yesterday, hey, he wasn't talking about Coach Prime and he wasn't even talking about this Colorado team, which is true. But as we know, when it comes to bulletin board material, it doesn't you're, you're allowed to do whatever you want. It's your bulletin board. So uh, it doesn't take much. And I would imagine that thing's on it anyway. A uh, lot of NFL football that'll be worth watching this weekend. Niners play twice in less than a week. Niners play twice in less than a week. They play Sunday against the Rams. They play Thursday on Amazon Prime against the Giants. So um, Eagles are 2-0. There's a race for the one seed. Say what you want about what you thought Philly looked like. There's a race for the one seed, and the Eagles are 2-0 are, are right now. So, you know, you're going to play them. 
So you'll have some tiebreaker, I guess, at some point if if you need it. And it feels like that thing might come into play as a tiebreaker because um, I have a feeling Philly, even as they figure things out, is going to win games. They got Tampa this week or next week on Monday Night Football. They got a lot of time for that game. I know somebody said in the comments, like, oh, we got, you know, they're not going to be able to run the ball against Tampa. They got Tampa. They're not feeling themselves right now, Philly. And they've got a lot of extra time to prepare for the Bucs. They're going to beat the Bucs on Monday Night Football. They're going to beat Baker Mayfield. Then they got the football Washington. Then they got the Rams. Then they got the Jets. They're going to, there's a good chance they're six and oh, five and one. Okay. There's a very good chance they're six and oh, five and one. So, you know, it's you, you got to keep winning. Niners have to win. If the Niners lose the game, you go, ah, it's only two games in, which is true. But now you're, that's one game you got to make up against the Eagles. You know, it's just, you got to, you're playing from behind two weeks in. You don't want to play from behind two weeks in. So, big one, big one. A lot of big games this weekend. Talk to you guys on Sunday. This was a little Friday quickie. Thanks for hanging. Don't forget, we're sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Enjoy it responsibly this weekend. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Send us pictures, DMs, tag us. You enjoying your Tito's. Thanks for that. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Uh, A lot of content coming. So as always, we appreciate your support of the show and of things that uh, surround the show like this. So like it. Subscribe to the channel. Help it grow. If you're listening to the pod, share it with somebody. Uh, You know what? This will be on the podcast feed. Middlecoff just texted me. He said, hey, if you're doing a little video, put it on the podcast feed. Good idea, John. So this will be on the podcast feed too. And um, yeah, thanks everybody. Have a great weekend. Later. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.